Thanks for tuning in to the All Things Melanin Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, like this week's episode, and share with a friend. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hi, I'm Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the All Things Melanin Podcast, where your certified hype women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an update. Erica. Hey, Shelby. What's good? What's happening? What's popping? How you doing? How did I know you were going to say that? Listen, I was trying to be like even more obnoxious than usual. Did it work? Um, No. Um, God dog it. <laughs> well, what if there were two of me? That would be amazing. Okay, we're two show. I'm not. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm doing good. I have a story to tell you that I could not wait. You are full of stories. Who are you? I really don't know. But Listen. this tested my entire existence of life. Okay. Who tried you? Okay. First of all, you know how you always hear the term wingman, right? Yeah. Somebody setting the dude up with somebody. Yeah. Well, I had a wing woman, and everybody knows how uncomfortable I get with somebody. Trying I just want to say that this wing woman was not me. I was <laughs> not was, at this place. I was, was not there. It was not Shelby. I just want to put that out there so we cannot blame Shelby. The person who it was, she'll remain anonymous. <laughs> I ain't gonna call her out. But long story short, I was at a friend's brunch at this restaurant, and. From where we were sitting, we could see the kitchen area, right? Right. And whoever was putting them plates up on that kitchen counter thing was what? fine. Ooh, you know, it's something about somebody that's <laughs> fine that's in the restaurant. It can cook. Have you ever seen somebody so fine when they walk by that work there? You, like, turn your whole head and your whole body like, sir, I'm trying to see something real quick. Yes, so that's exactly what happened because I had just made a comment out loud. It was, like, a table of, like, 10 or 11 of us. And I was just like, oh, he is fine. And that's it. Like, I didn't say, that's like, it, that's what's his name? Like, none of that, because I don't do the extra. Yeah. So, anyway, somebody overheard me, my friend, who's her name, Anonymous, and they were like, oh, you should go up to him and ask him, da 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 I'm like, I'm literally not. Like, I'm not yeah. going up to him. So, they asked our waitress. Mm-hmm. They were like, hey, um, can you go up to this dude and find out, you know, his name and if he's single? Yeah. She was like, oh, yeah, well, that's. Jerome, I'm just using Jerome as a name. That ain't his name. But she's like, oh, yeah, that's Jerome. He's our head chef. And um, I'll go talk to him and see what's up. She comes back and says, oh, yeah, he said that he is um, very available. That's what he said. So everybody's like, ooh, like all immature. Yeah. <laughs> at about like three drinks at the brunch, <laughs> I'm like, y'all, I'm still not hyping myself up to go up to that uh, kitchen lamp. Like, No. <laughs> So I was like, you know what? I'm going to the bathroom since y'all embarrassed me. So I go to the bathroom with this other girl (laughs) and she's trying to hype me up. She's like, okay, this is what you're going to do. And this is what you're going to say. So I'm literally in the mirror practicing like, hey, what's up? My name's Erica. (laughs) She was like, don't hit him with the what's up. Don't don't do that. (laughs) I was like, well, I don't really know how to be cute. Like, I don't know. So she was like, just be yourself. Just say hi, you know, whatever. And I was like, well, now it's embarrassing that y'all done sent the waitress over there because now it's going to look like I sent her. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm cool. I got this. As soon as I leave the bathroom, why is my friend at the kitchen lamps talking to him? Talking about Erica, come over here. Come over here. (laughs) It's obvious that you needed me this day and I was not there for you. I was like, I couldn't even hide because I had to walk past it to get to our table. So she's like, come over here. She's waving. And I know exactly who you're talking about. And that is so her. Yes. And so she was like, "Um, Jerome, this is Erica. Erica Jerome. I already gave him your number. So I was like, oh 
my gosh. I was like, this is awkward. So I think I just said something like, hi, um, did you make the chicken and waffles? Those were good. <laughs> I just left. Like, it was so awkward because I was like, I didn't want nobody to go up to him, you know? Yeah. It was just weird. So then um, I was like, he's not going to hit me up. Like, this is just weird. I'm. He probably think I'm doing the most. So anyway, the next morning, he sure did hit me up. At, in the morning and I, <laughs> I was asleep so I didn't even wake up till like two and a half hours after he had texted me mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like hey what's up <laughs> so we were talking back and forth we were getting to know each other he was trying to make plans to see me that same day um and then this is where things turned for the worst the plot thickens dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so um he basically uh was trying to make plans with me and then uh he was like asking me how old I was and then he was like well I just want you to know I'm not looking for anything serious and I always you know how I always say like I appreciate if a guy tells me his intentions up front or yeah, lets me, me know what it and is and I got that and was shook I was like oh okay you know I'm like okay cool I, and so I just literally told him I was like I appreciate you for letting me know that up front period so then I didn't really text anything back. And he was like, well, does that scare you away? Like, how do you feel about that? So, then, so we're not just about to be up here to be playing to be playing. I'm not just about to be using my minutes um, texting you. So I'm dying, Erica. You don't have unlimited? Do you have unlimited I, minutes? I do. I, okay. I know you're being funny. <laughs> but um, he was like, uh, he tried to keep the conversation going. And he was like, so I said, done. so why um, is it that you, I was like, is it you're not interested in dating anyone? Or are you seeing someone and I was and I made a joke like I probably should have asked that he was like wait the waitress didn't tell you Sir. and I was like uh no Sir. Julia whatever her name was didn't tell me anything Sir. what did she say he was like well I told her that I am taken but available let Sir. me tell you something right here um I'm you can't be I both think... you can't you cannot you can't be, be both handed no you can't you can't. Let me tell you something. That was dumb. It was so dumb. That was dumb. First of all, see, this is what's wrong with society. Yeah. Did you see that? Um, there was this meme on um, Instagram. It was very similar where this guy was talking to this girl and she asked him, did she have a boyfriend? And she and he said yes, and she was like, "Okay, bye." He said, "You ain't." He was like, "You ain't." He's like, "You ain't competitive enough." First off, no. ain't nobody finna be competing for you. No, I don't. You're very much like me. I'm like a one like man type of thing. Yeah. So if I'm with you, I'm it. And if you need to see somebody different, now which one of these hairstyles do you want me to put on my head so that you get a different chick? The DMX challenge or not? Nah, I got you. Right. I got wigs. I got wigs. I can get a sewing. I can straighten this hair out. Like what? I can put some clippings in. Like what you want? I, it's so like it threw me back because I was like. In my mind, I thought at that moment that if he really thought that the waitress had told me that, then that means he really thought I was cool with it because he really thought you was about to be a sideline chick, and that's not what we're doing. No, but you know, I bet you somebody has done it, exactly, and people do it. Like for me, I can never understand how you want me to have a piece of a man. No, I need my own man. That's whole. And I wish my man would be out here talking about he taking, but available. You can't be both, bro. Like you, it doesn't even make sense. Somebody's not gonna make it out of here alive. I'm like, you're not taken if you out here trying to talk you're to obviously people. unavailable and y'all i was so proud of myself i'm just be keeping it very 100 right now because when i have not had any attention <laughs> that i wanted <laughs> from a dude in a very yeah. long time 
Um, and what I mean by that is just somebody that I'm interested in that's showing me interest back. Yeah, it's like I haven't a drug. Had that. I haven't had that in a long time. So not to say that I am built like that at all, but it's for, nice. for me to immediately say, well, I'm leaving you alone. Like I literally told him, I was like, I got to leave you alone. Um, and then he sent me some like message trying to be like nice and peaceful. And I was, okay. I didn't respond to him. I deleted his number. Like it's, it's a, it's a wrap, but do you know how hard that is? First of all, that baby was very fine. So oh. I shouldn't even be surprised that he was with he somebody. He sound fine. He was just. Mm. And he can cook. And he was the head chef, bro. I mean, he could have made Joe dinner. Yes. He wouldn't night. even have to cook. <laughs> but he's trash. Because. No, he isn't. Some, not all men, but some of y'all are trash out here. Because let me tell you, been in this dang game. Like, y'all try. Y'all, they yes. be. Men really try it sometimes. They and I be do. like, I don't know who raised y'all and what type of chicks y'all been fooling with. But I don't know if you haven't messed with the caliber of woman that I am and that my no. friends are. But we're not doing this today, tomorrow, next week, in the next second or in the next minute. Because even after I told him, I was like, well, I'm going to leave you alone then. And I just kept it, like, real cool. I wasn't like, oh, my God. Like, why would you think that I'm like that? No, I literally was like, well, I'm going to leave you alone then because I don't need those problems. That's literally what I said. And then he tried to tell me, like all this stuff that was really nice. Like, um, he was like, you're a really cool person. Like I can, he was like, you're absolutely beautiful. Like all this stuff. But I'm like, sir, I'm still not going to be like, Oh, so what was you saying about meeting you tonight? Like, no, that's like a piece of a man. And I think that, like you said, that has worked on him before, but for me to have the strength to be like cutting this off, like I'm not going to do this. And a lot of women would not do that. Yeah. Because especially the moment you get some attention from somebody that you want attention from. Yeah. But all attention ain't good attention. It's not. And Listen. that's my whole point. I'm like, he is fine, but all the glitters is not gold, baby. Listen. So that I, part. I was like, Erica, you are really learning. Because it's like, men are going to tell you what you wanted. Some are going to tell you things straightforward. And then come back and say something to make you think that like to go with what they want you to yes, do yes and it's just not me i'm not doing it bro and mm-hmm. then yeah because i was like i said i always want somebody that's gonna be straightforward this is what i want this is what we're doing okay cool he did but then it's like you gotta know what you're gonna do with that information yes and i said this is why i don't want people setting me up like this is exactly what i be talking i would have got to the bottom of it erica <laughs> if i had been there i wanted you to know so now i can't go back to that restaurant i'm um, crying but that man was mm, 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 mm. i just i don't know it just <laughs> it just bothers me like when you have like an experience like that or like somebody's trash and you're like bro like what type of females have you been maybe it would just ask like in your mind just sat there and like, like what type Females yes. you really been fucking with exactly like what type of like what like what Obviously caliber of women are letting you do this right because you have ever just looked at a dude he said something so outraged to you that you just had to look at him and start laughing yes but like i am not valid and i have never like like touched a dude or hit a dude but in my head i didn't slap a couple <laughs> dudes Girl. across their head like Yes. You tried, tried it. it. Try you it. tried my life because you thought that I was mm-hmm. gonna say it's like I'm dumb. Like I'll start laughing. Like I'll I'm look just... at you like you crazy and start laughing. And just walk away. Uh-huh. Like or I'll be like, like if I ever say like I said, it's about to get very ghetto. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Where I let listen. Or if I say child, or yes. if I just look at you and I don't say nothing, it's about to get very ghetto. So leave. I just don't. I don't understand where that comes from, and I. I definitely would not want to be whoever he's messed around with talking about, telling people he's taken yeah. but available. But you know, like, men outpace women. <sighs> and then we get into the whole, like, caliber of men and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'm I'm over it. 
And I'm so done. that was my little story for what's been well, popping. I'm very proud of you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Still on this dirty journey, still struggling. That's all I got. Lord. Um, I was talking to my mom. And I was like, my mom over this. My mom was like, it's only been a couple weeks. Calm down. It's just a lot. It is because <laughs> like, you're trying to like weed out and do and say and see what you need to compromise on. See what you need to stand on. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you want from me. I don't either. It's it's a lot. Well, Rome wasn't building over day, and I'm not gonna find my man in the day. So whatever. <laughs> oh, my man ain't gonna find me in my apartment. So I gotta right, get out. I've here. been locked down in here, <laughs> chilling. Um. Okay. So let's move on to our dating and relationships, since we're already kind of talking about that subject. So today, this is really petty, but I feel like we need to address some of these things. Okay. So Shelby, I'm gonna start off with. Um, do you remember there was a meme talking about the top 10 zodiac signs that are hardest to love? First of all, I felt personally attacked. <laughs> Wait, let me finish. So why was, y'all, Shelby is a Scorpio and I'm a Virgo. Why was it number one was a Virgo and number two was a Scorpio? First of all, I just want to let y'all know that if you ever have a Scorpio in your life to love you, you better keep us around because we ride or die and we're the best thing that you have ever had and will ever have. Oh, I want to so put that out there. I'm personally offended too by what they said about me. So I'm going to just quickly read what each one of ours said. Okay. And um, so this meme said for Virgo, <laughs> Virgos are arguably the most self-sufficient of the zodiac signs, they also approach most relationships from an analytical and managerial position. Even if it's not intentional, Virgos automatically keep most people at arm's length until they're sure that you can they can trust you. They're not the easiest people to love. In order for a Virgo to love someone, they have to let their walls down and open up, which isn't in their nature. Once they do their once they do, they're amazing partners, but it can definitely take some time for them to get there. So I do believe in the like you're gonna be at my arm's length. And it's going to take some time. Yeah. But the other stuff is lies. So then Scorpio. <laughs> personally attacked. Says Scorpios are the kings and queens of not knowing what they want. They fluctuate between hot and cold like crazy. And it makes them difficult to read and subsequently be with emotionally. Uh, Scorpio can be an incredibly draining partner to be with. Which is why they often find themselves in and out of relationships. Frankly, until Scorpio matures emotionally, they'll simply not be ready for a real relationship. First of all, I'm not draining. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. I just felt so personally attacked. And that's, first of all, that's why, like, I read all these things and they're cute. But, like, that just goes to show that, like, you can't put your hope in a Zodiac. And you can't no. put your hope in those things. Because, first no. of all, they tried to read me and it read me wrong. Yeah, same. And I just felt so personally attacked. I feel like I'm a great partner. Me too. Um, I feel once like you I'm get me as your partner, <laughs> but Listen, getting there, yeah, you know, maybe a little bit. And that's of a understandable. Like, I'm not just gonna be out here. I'm not just gonna jump into a relationship with you or just jump and give you my best version. It's enough for me, dog. No, so I think like it's just funny how it was number one and number two was us. <laughs> I literally, Erica sent that to me. I said, first of all, I feel personally attacked, and I'm not having it. Yes. So there's another meme. Well, okay. This is uh really funny. Um. It said, guys love cute chicks with low followers. I'm crying. <laughs> so, this is crazy because I'm just going to read a couple responses that the women said and a couple responses the, the men, men said. said. And it's totally two different things. So, again, cute guys love cute chicks with low followers. And I kind of feel like this is dumb. But women were saying that for men, that's an insecurity. Because five followers or 5,000, y'all still going to cheat. I'm crying. <laughs> Don't be fooled. By the less followers, that means she's less likely to run into your wife or girlfriend. I'm done. <laughs> so for men, 
they were saying that this is facts that cute that guys love cute chicks with low followers because they're low key they'll marry those types and females with a lot of followers want too much attention and somebody even wrote y'all Jesus only had 12 disciples, so y'all trying to say y'all colder than Jesus? <laughs> Whoever wrote that is dumb. And second of all, it don't matter how many followers I got, because you can have a 1,000 followers. You can have 10,000 followers and be low-key. You can have 1,000 followers and cheat. Yes, so yes. dumb. It's so dumb because, well, my follower count is super low to where you almost probably think I'm a catfish because I don't have many. I'm crying. I, it's like 200, y'all. Like, I'm right. not really. But I am low-key, but it's also like, how can you determine what this girl is like with her follower count? Yeah. You have Sorry. no idea. First of all, I don't even really reply to any of my DMs unless it's my friends. Because I have a habit of leaving people on red. Yeah. So if you come in my thing looking at my follower account, like, oh, she's going to be lucky. Or I give her a search, you're probably left on red. <laughs> so calm down. So another petty meme that I saw, <laughs> it says, before we go on a date, I need to hear you say the following words. Oh, Lord. Street, shrimp, strawberry, straight, specific, February, computer, <laughs> Buick, library, and ambulance. <laughs> Ooh, that is so funny. Or, you know what? Like, stuff like that don't bother me. But have you ever been on a date or talking to somebody and they say something like you don't say it? You be like, what you say? Yes. Or they say it and it sounds so cute. So you trying to figure out another way for them to say it. Like, sir, say it again. <laughs> like, well, especially if they have an accent from, like, I love a New Orleans accent. Like, a man that has breath for some reason i just love that but so but for instance i've heard people like that can't say street they say screet can't say shrimp say scrumps i'm crying like if you had a nice fancy restaurant for his birthday or something, on, i'm like, gonna go ahead and get the plate of scrimp <laughs> <laughs> sir no or strawberries um he would like some strawberries ma'am or i got um, a baby don't even worry about it. what you want what killed me was library because they're, they're like, library. That's so, that's so easy to say. Or computer. I've heard people say computer. <laughs> There's one R in computer. <laughs> but no, it's just it's just so petty that, like, yeah. before we go on a date, you got to hear them say them words. This is not a spelling bee right. test. But if you think about it, like, even before you go on a date, you, you usually don't even talk to the person. So you don't know. <laughs> like, this is, okay, this is random. Like, before you go on a date or when you were dating and different things like that, and let's say you hadn't, like, talked to them before or whatever, like, did you try to picture, like, what their voice would sound like? Yes. Or, <laughs> this is telling, like, too much of my business. Okay. Back in, like, high school days, there was this hotline that you would call. So, my friends and I would, like, prank call the hotline. And it would be, like, guys, like, yeah, my name Robert. I'm I'm 17. And uh, I like <laughs> to go walks on parks, walks on parks or whatever they say. And then their voice would sound sexy. But then when you saw a picture of that they hurt. <laughs> They probably were hurt. So sometimes I hear like, oh, his voice sounds nice. And then you see him like, uh-uh, that ain't what I thought I was going to see. Reverse. <laughs> or the opposite. He would have, he would be real fine, but he got a high-pitched voice. Hey, I, I can work with that. <laughs> listen, I can work with that if you listen. Oh, man. It's so, I don't know. It's just something about like a deep voice or a sultry voice or just like a real calm voice to tell you to like sit your ass down real quick. Like, <laughs> or a New York accent. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Listen. <laughs> just... Uh, Yes. I don't know. It's just something about like a man's voice is so like calming and sultry. Cause like, have you ever seen? Have you seen that man that was like at this little bird and was like me on my way to complain and vent to my man? <laughs> it's just something about like talking to a dude, like just his level of like calmness and his level of just like his voice. Yeah, and his especially perspective. If it's, like, on stuff. Especially if it's like a manly voice, it don't matter what that nigga say. You be like, uh huh. 
That you yes. know what? That's that's it. Yeah. That's what that nigga could have told you to jump off the empire. That was it. <laughs> but it's funny because you always wonder what you sound like. I mean, obviously we know what we sound like because we record podcasts, but yeah, it's like. I wonder what people think I look like versus what I sound like. Right? Do you think I, I'm tall? Like, right. what do you? Think? I've had somebody. I remember one on a date, and this guy was like, "So we went on a date, and it went really good." And he was like, "Oh, he said the most random thing." He was like, "Oh, it's nice to know that you're not a catfish." Did you think yes. I was? <laughs> he was no serious. He was like, he was like, "You look exactly like a picture, sir." Yes, I'm not out here catfishing people. Listen, this people is what you're gonna get. There's a whole. Oh my team. gosh, I had quick story. I had I had took a lift one time. And so my lip was really talkative. And if you talk, I'm trying to talk to you because I'm in your car. <laughs> and he was telling me how he got catfished. And he was saying, like, he had met this girl online. And she, whatever picture she had, I guess she was cute. And he said he went to meet her in person. And he said she was, like, th- over 300 pounds. <gasps> Wow. And she said that she used a picture from back in the day. Wow. And he said that she was not cute and she didn't look anything like it. And he said he had to tell her. He was like, I didn't want to be rude or anything. He's like, but he told her, like, you don't look anything like this. He was like, she used a picture from back in the gap. And talking about she thought that I was going to sit down with her and I'm have dinner. Crying. He was going in and he was like, yeah, you got to be careful, you know, with dating. Because everybody isn't like you know, what they say and all that stuff. So I really try to make sure in my pictures that I don't really over filter stuff too much. And that I like, I feel like when you see me, like if you see me online, I look exactly the same. Like I'm really little. I'm really chill. Like, yeah, I'm probably have makeup on. Like, but I'm just not out here catfishing you. Yes. You're going to get what you, you're going to get what you see. Cause that's not fair either. And I remember hearing this story about a blind date. And this man was going to meet this woman at the restaurant. And when he got there, um, well, before he got there, she told him he was, she said, I'll be wearing like a red like brooch or something on her shirt or something. That's how he'll know. And so he got there. He saw this woman at the bar with the red brooch on her shoulder. And she was this really, really older woman, like kind of just, not anything like he seen pictures of the person before she put pictures up of her prime yes so um he goes up to her and she talks to him and then um at the end of the story basically the lady that he was dating or supposed to be dating she set that up to where he she just wants she was in the restaurant she just wanted to see if he was still gonna say anything to her if he really thought that that's what she looked like does that make sense so like oh i want to i want to see if you were really gonna talk to me if I'm not as attractive as you thought I was type of thing. Um, I just want to say that if you made me go through that, I don't want <laughs> you because you're already showing me you're the most. I don't got time for it. I was like, y'all, it is unfair when you sit up here and try to catfish people. Even on the show Catfish and people be like, well, I didn't think you would like me if you found out I really look like this. Well, I okay, mean, that's, that's what God gave you. And plus, a lot of people are just visual people. If they're not attracted to you, then they're probably not going to talk to you. Well, let me ask you this. <clears throat> no. That's the answer. <laughs> you don't even know. Have you ever dated somebody that wasn't the most attractive? Um, yes, I have. And, but the thing is, like, he was definitely not my type. He was very, very, um, just the total opposite of what I would normally go for. Yeah. But his personality was bomb. Good. Like, he's so, yes. he, even to this day, he is cool as shit. As all get out. So, um, 
that makes a difference is when you can like your connect with somebody on your personality. Like he's totally the total opposite of anything I've ever said that I'm attracted to. Yeah. But we dated for a, for a short minute, but yeah, <laughs> he's cool. And he's still cool to this day. That so. happened to me. Like I was dating somebody and he was okay. Like he probably wasn't what I usually go for. Cause I got a specific type and I just remember like nobody really met him, but I was staying with my cousin at the time when I was in college and my cousin met him and like, she was really nice. But anyway, long story short, it didn't end up working out because he's dumb. Um, but uh, anyway, so I guess when we stopped talking or whatever, my cousin thought that she could really tell me what she felt like. And she commences to tell me how she didn't think he was very attractive <laughs> and how she thought that I could do better and just went on and on. Girl went and told my mom and him talking about, well, she did the right thing. <laughs> but at the time, he was just like really, really cool and his personality was dope. I know yeah. that was really random, but. But I mean, it's the opposite way too. If somebody's really, really attractive and then their personality sucks. Oh, because I've dated some people yeah. that have trash attitudes me too and i'm like no nah, your personality sucks so because i'm looking at your heart i'm looking at your character i'm yeah. looking at things that are gonna like treat me right and different things like that um have you ever talked to somebody that was just so full of himself and so self-centered yes bro you need to i'd be like bro like you fine but you gotta calm down i i they, that's he, so was, he was very arrogant so he always talked about himself i'm like do you even know anything about me like you just you want me to know everything about you and i'm like sir and i think that's important you just said something very important i think I've been trying this new thing um, where when I date, um, I shut up because I want you like I want to see how you really, really are. I want to see if you ask me what I'm into. I want to see if you ask me questions about myself. I want to see like, do you, you know, yeah. create conversation or are you making everything about you? Because I can't be with nobody like that. Like I need to have equal opportunity to talk. Yeah. I like to talk. Yes, you do. First of all, I'm Erica, disagreeing with you. First of all, Erica trying to make it seem like I'm just like a talk bot, but I'm not. Yes, you I are. Do. Erica, I let you talk all the time. Yeah. I let yeah. you talk. You can ask Sheldon. I let him talk all the time. Shelby, they listen to our podcast. They know you I can know. talk. I know. Everybody, <laughs> like, I let all of my friends talk, but they just really try to play me sometimes. Nobody's playing you, boo. <laughs> you want to hear a funny Literally story? No. So, I talk like my dad, and my dad <laughs> talks a lot. He don't listen, so I can tell his story. And so... <laughs> Oh Why are you about to do your daddy like this? <laughs> if you've ever met my dad, you already know. But imagine somebody that talks more than I talk. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> Erica's so shady. But anyway, so we were getting ready to go somewhere. And for some reason, my daddy made me drive. And we were backing out the driveway. My daddy told like three different stories before we oh backed out the driveway. That is you. And he just kept on talking. And Y'all. I, and I was like, I was like, daddy. I was like, because it's like a busy road. And I was like, daddy, like, I need you to be quiet so I can concentrate. Then he gonna get mad at me talking about, well, y'all, and my mama, and my mama's a petty because she busted out laughing and crying. And I was like, daddy, I can't concentrate like you. You know, like when you can't concentrate, you turn the radio down. I need, I need silence in this car <laughs> so if you I'm can driving. See better. Yes, he was like, you know what, y'all do me so wrong. You don't do your mama like that. If y'all don't want me to talk, I ain't gonna say another word, girl. Before we got to the Interstate 30, he was talking again. That is you, Shelby. No, you are not. your daddy's daughter, girl. I'm not. Yes, you Erica, are. I don't talk as much as you think who, I do. I don't but, know. I don't know who this woman is. First of all, Erica, all my friends talk a lot. Erica talks a lot too. No, I, I do not. Do. I literally. Don't. You literally <laughs> do. Shelby, you cannot tell anybody that they talk too much. Oh my gosh. So I had went on <laughs> I had went on a date. 
You cannot talk about And nothing. I was like, Erica, such and such talks a lot and blah, blah, blah. Erica gonna stop me in the middle of my story talking about first off. <laughs> you can't talk about anybody else. Erica, really I need you to support me in this moment. <laughs> this is not about me. I'm telling you that he talks a lot. No. Fun fact, me and Sheldon get along so well because he lets He me don't talk. talk. Sheldon does talk. He can talk. He will talk your ear off if he really know you because he talks my ear off. I can't see. But when we were first friends, you know, he told me that he used to didn't understand anything that I said. Shelby, I'm I'm crying. <laughs> he, said, he said he used to just shake his head <laughs> like he understood. I can see him doing it. And he said that he really just started understanding me and like, cause I talk really fast sometimes on occasion. But <laughs> I, I don't know who this woman is sitting up here. And he was like, yeah, I didn't really understand what you were saying and I couldn't catch what you were saying. He said, but now I can keep up. I, you know what? <laughs> yeah, what? I don't see no lies. So, friend. Um, what? Anyway, I just want to let the people know that Erica's trying to play me, but I don't really talk a lot. So, if you ever meet me in person, like, I'm going to listen. And I'm not going to, I don't really Y'all, talk a lot. don't believe these lies. Erica talks a lot too, friend. No, I don't. You be talking. No, in comparison to you, no, I don't. Yes, you do. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do not. Erica does take a lot, but we're going to move on before I get upset. <laughs> before you keep lying, God going to come down here and be like, stop that lie. We're going to get you first. <laughs> no, we not. <laughs> okay, so let's move on then to our uh, the journey where we talk about vision and prayer because we're gonna pray for some people. <laughs> pray for Erica Murphy. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> this is the segment where we talk about our journey to building all things melanin. So, uh, we want to talk about vision and prayer. So, let's discuss Shelby the importance of us writing down our visions and praying over them for our brand slash partnership and where we see. All things melanin in 2020. So <laughs> I think it's really, really important um, to write your vision down because I feel like sometimes before you can visualize it, you um, you have to see it. Yeah. Um, because um, in Habakkuk um, two and two it says, "Then the Lord said to me, write my write my answer plainly on the tablet, so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. The vision is for a future time. So I really feel like a lot of times when you um, write down your vision, you're able to visualize it and you're able to manifest it. Because I think sometimes it goes from vision to plan to execution. Yeah, like there are levels to this. Like you just. Like, if you want to, like, open a McDonald's or do a franchise, you just don't open it. Yeah. You got to write it down. You got to get your vision. You got to execute it. And you have to do all those things. And I think for <clears> me and Erica, like, when we first started our brand, like, we had an idea and we had a vision. But over the years, as we've adjusted, like, we've adjusted our plan. We've adjusted our vision. And yeah. each time we've written it down. And I think sometimes you have to write it down to remind yourself what you're working for and what you're working towards. Because a lot of times, like on this journey, like you're going to be unmotivated. Yeah. You're going to get burnt out. You're going to mm-hmm. be sad. You're going to just want to quit and give in. And I think sometimes if you can go back and look at what you wrote and look at the plan that you wrote out, you can remind yourself like, I'm doing this. This is the thing. And this is why I want to do it. Yeah. And, and not only writing it down, it's important to put a date to it. Yeah. Like a goal. Because you don't want to just say, oh, I want to um, lose 35 pounds. Yeah. Okay, when? In 20 yeah. years? Like, you want to put a date to it so it becomes real and it becomes a goal. Because if it's just, uh, if you don't have a plan with your goal, then you just wishing. And yeah. anybody just out here trying to wish for 2020. Like, yeah. So with us, we literally write down um, anything 
thing that we see ourselves doing. And it's important to pray over it because I honestly feel like you have to go to God with your goals because sometimes you don't want to be out of what he's actually trying to do for you. Like his plan for you. Yeah. And a lot, sometimes we just go with something and then hope God going to help us, which he will. But it's like, if that's not what he wants you to do, you want to be sure of that. So I think that's why it's important for us to keep God in our business and in our brand so when we do have these visions and obviously I think that these desires and visions come from him but we want to know which direction we want to go in at this moment in our journey so I think it's always important that we pray over we always incorporate prayer in all of our stuff yeah our newsletters our podcasts like it's very important for us to center our business and our brand around that and around that faith and belief but if you can't have a if you can't write it down then it's like what how are you going to accomplish it yeah and i think sometimes that we forget that like really prayer is a conversation with god Mm -hmm. it's like an unfiltered conversation for you to connect with him and for you to lay all of your prayers and your burdens and your worries at his feet like prayer is not for god prayer is for you prayer is for your heart for your life and to lighten your load yeah like a lot i feel like a lot of times we forget that yeah and i think for us me and erica have very um specific visions and different things like that there are some things that Erica and I have been praying and believing for and writing down and envisioning that we're just now starting to see a little bit of the fruit that are that is coming to play. Mm-hmm. But I know that we both felt, and correct me if I'm wrong, we both felt discouraged. We both felt like mm-hmm. we weren't seeing the benefits from what we were doing. Yeah. We both felt like, okay, like is it is this worth it? Like is what is what we're doing worth it? You know what yeah. I mean? And I think for us, like I know when I go back and I can look at what we wrote down. And sometimes like Every like every year and different things like that, and when we write our vision, me and Erica pray over it. Like we get down on our knees and we just go to God in prayer together, yeah. Like as a united force, and we just pray to God. Like it's the will that we want for ourselves, the will that you want for us, because right. we need to be clear before we do anything else. Because if we're being honest, like we work forty plus hours a week, we have our families, we have our life, and life is happening. We need to know that if we're going to take time away from our family, from our friends, from ourselves, that what we're doing is what God ordained us to do. And the only way to know that is to go to God in prayer and to have a vision and to be clear on that. Yes. Because I always say that God is our CEO. Like, for real. Like, tell us where we're going to go, what we're going to do. Like, that's the center of it all. Because you want to not lose focus on why you're doing this. Yeah. You don't want to lose that vision on why you're doing it. Is this glorifying God? Is what we're doing glorifying him? Is yeah. what we're doing using our talents to glorify him in, in the kingdom and all that? And I would say it is. Yeah. But if we ever got to a point where we're just chasing money and we're not, we're losing our vision on what we prayed about from the very beginning, yeah. then it's like, what are we doing it for? Do you feel like... um our vision has changed since we started or that it's been adjusted? Yes and yes. I definitely think it's um, adjusted and it's changed because as we have been going through the journey on really understanding how difficult it is to get something off the ground and you're not going to be an overnight success, as they say, um, I think that we have made some changes because we found – our niche in things and yeah. we found what's working and what's not necessarily working at the time. Yeah. And we found um, just new ways to implement things. Yeah. And I think that's what this journey is all about. You have to be able to adjust and change. What yeah. do you think? 
I definitely think that we have adjusted and changed as um, as needed. I think that our overall vision is the same, but I think that we've realized mm-hmm. that certain things don't work for us and don't serve our purpose anymore. I think the yeah. as time has gone on, we've gotten more and more clear on what we want to do and how we want to do that and how each of us can get experience in what we want to do. I think that, um, like, for instance, like me and Erica had a meeting last month, and we were very clear about she was very clear about what she saw her vision to be I was very clear about what I saw my vision to be and we put those things together and they were pretty much you know the same thing yeah and I think so where do you with that being said where do you see all things melanin in 2020 since it's around the corner listen next month um I think for me like I really want to I see us really like networking and collabing more i think that you know we're able to give our opinion and our our outtake on different things like that but one thing that i see us doing more and more and more is really like pushing our podcast more but also offering different resources um by way of having people on in different fields yeah i think that's really important because i think that um in order for us to reach more people and to connect to more people but also to give people more hope to give people more encouragement to give more people resources um, and inspiration and different things like that. We yes. have to reach outside of ourselves and into a network that we need to create. So in 2020, I really see us um, creating a network. Yep. I see us connecting with people outside of our circle and making genuine relationships. And I see us taking what someone else knows through interviews to build a connection, to build a network, and to help other people. Yes. Because it's not about us. And I just want us to make sure that we're staying true to the mission that we said. So that's one thing that I see us doing. But I also see us continuing our education, which we're both working on doing. But I see us putting ourselves out there more to take risks, to be on panels, to present, to do workshops, to travel, and not just like, you know, sit in the back and not say anything, but taking a leap to say hi, taking a leap to say, what do you do? Taking a leap to follow somebody, being more engaging on social media, but also showing like more of our authentic selves because yes. i would want to hang out with us if we weren't us i would too <laughs> and i think you just nailed it so really there's nothing i can really add to what you just said I'm sorry but no i mean and that's good that we yeah <laughs> are on the same page excuse me and because my main thing is like us really getting out there and showing more of who we are but then showing more of our brand to people so we can network with them. Cause that's really, really, really All important. And we can't just sit in our house and just hope that somebody sees us. Like right. we got to get out there. And Cause get we're really home. Space. Like, believe it or not, if you see us on Instagram stories, mind your business, we <laughs> do, um, we really are homebodies. Like for mm-hmm. real, like seriously. And so we got to push ourselves to get out there and, and get in people's faces and, and really build like you said that network yeah and I think for us like for us 2019 was like the year of the go year to like going out and getting it but for me like this literally came to me today and I was just thinking about like you know like because I like to have like I don't really necessarily believe in I do believe in New Year's resolutions but I don't if that makes sense but like I try to have a theme for the year and the theme that I really kind of like 
saw for myself for us it was like not leaving anything on the table like giving it all we got and just going for it yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like not playing small yeah. not dimming our life not being timid but really just being like oh, okay like this is what we gonna do this is how we gonna get to it point blank and period yeah if you're gonna tell me no that's cool i'm gonna go around you i'm gonna go see your friend i'm gonna go on the back door i'm gonna go on the side door i'm gonna go up the stairs like yeah it's what it, it can be whatever you want it to be we're coming for you period period 2020 Listen, and we starting now, so. Yeah, we are. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to our mentor moment. So this one, we um, this is where we answer a question that was submitted to us from one of our listeners, either through our DMs on Instagram. Well, this one actually is a two-part question. No child. That came, it's literally a one-liner, but it's two questions that came to our DMs. And the person will remain anonymous, but we're going to give our insight and advice on it. So question number one. My answer is going to be very short on both of these. You know what? Let me read the question. Okay. So number one, if your boyfriend has sex with someone else while you're on break, is it over? Yes, because ain't no breaks around here. Yes, it's over. Um, for, I don't believe in breaks. I don't either. Listen, either we together or we not. If you mad at me, you need to go in here and lay your ass on the couch and get over or go to your apartment. Yeah. Or we gonna talk this out like some adults. Like, I don't believe in breaks. Breaks is an opportunity to cheat. It's an opportunity to explore other things. If you gonna be with me, you gonna be with me. Or you gonna break up with me. Yeah, I don't believe in that too. Period. That's how boundaries get messy and people stay in relationships way longer or situationships. By not putting up any boundaries and keep letting him back in or keep letting As her you in say, and out. It's enough for me, dog. I don't want to be on and off with somebody for five years. Either we on or we not. Right. So I don't got time to be playing with you. I don't want to be with someone who always needs a break from me. I don't I don't <laughs> want to be with somebody that's not sure about me and I'm sure about this. Yeah. Exactly. Because I feel like a lot of times we use a break as an excuse to explore or we using a break as an excuse not to communicate with your partner and not to and not to work through it. And then how do we first of all this is me analyzing this question. But how do you know your boyfriend had sex with someone else? Was it something that you found out or he told you? Because then that'd be a different level of disrespect if you just found that out and he was never honest. I just feel it. like it's disrespectful, period. It's disrespectful, it's period. Disrespe- but it's disrespectful for you to ask me for a break. Like, no. But if you're on a break and he was honest with you and told you, that's more respectful than you just finding out. And you, you. and you never knew. And that's why it's enough for me, dog. That's why it's over. So, in my opinion, I would not um, take him back a second or third time or whatever because um, you're just going to keep going down that toxic cycle. I just think breaks are toxic. And I'm the queen of blocking you and acting like you don't exist. You better ask somebody. I just, I don't think that it's healthy. It's not. And I just, I just think like, I think at the end of the day, like everybody goes through different things and you're not always going to like your partner. You're always not going to get along and you're not always going to see eye to eye. But I think when you're with a partner or you're dating or you're married or whatever it may be, like you have to make an active decision to be with this person, to love this person and to work it out with this person. Like you're actively choosing to be with this person and work it out. And for me, if we can't work it out, then that's cool. Like I can, cause I'm the type of person like, if I say we're in a, like, if we say we're in a relationship and we're together, I'm going to give it all I got. Literally. Everything I got, I'm going to try every single thing because I'm actively deciding that I like this person and I want to be with him and I want to work this out, you know? So that's why for me, breaks are off the table because I'm giving it all I got, point blank, period. And I think that, let's say you want to get married and all these things, different things like that. When you get married, ain't no break. There's not. That's it. 
Mm-hmm. Like, either you going in the guest room or y'all finna roll over and not look at each other. Like, I think it's very important to get into the practice of communicating and, and working through it and compromising and different things like that. Yeah, he definitely <clears throat> doesn't need to be your boyfriend anymore. <laughs> um, because, number one, what what constitutes for you to even have a break? Like, you're dating. Like, what, what are you bringing? him to have sex on this so-called Yeah, break? it's like. Because what was you doing while we was together? That don't mean the sex stopped with somebody else, does Listen. it? Does it? No, it doesn't. This is why, I mean, this ain't my business or my relationship, but this happened. Ludacris did it, had a baby on his oh, yeah. break, and so did Dwayne Wade, had a baby on his break. Oh, for sure. And so, multiple other people that we don't know and don't know nothing have We don't, it. but it's like, that would be so tough for me, personally. Especially when a baby is involved. Because it's not the baby's fault. No, it's not. But it's like, it's how, his fault. how can you... And I feel like women blame themselves when this happened. No, your dude did this by himself because he wasn't thinking with anything. No. He was but, thinking with something, but it wasn't the right thing. It wasn't the right thing, <laughs> so. so the second question of this mentor moment oh, is, would you stick around if your spouse cheated while you were pregnant? So I'm not... I'm not married, so I don't like to say what I would or wouldn't do. But I'm just letting you know right now, if I was pregnant and my dude cheated on me, it's over. Because, <laughs> no, but for real, like, I'm just thinking like this, like, I've never been pregnant or whatever. But I would just think that, like, when you're pregnant, you're the most vulnerable thing. You're the most vulnerable that you're ever going to be. And the more pregnant you get, like, the more you need help doing with things. Like, you're emotional, your hormones are all over the place, and you're growing a baby inside of you. And I'm carrying your child, and I'm holding you down. And you decide that you want to cheat and go be with somebody else? Sir, that's enough for me. Like, this happened to Portia on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And she aired all that out, and she's getting flack for being back with him. And that's cool if you want to be with him. But, like, my thing is, like, I just don't have respect for anybody that didn't have respect for me. I totally agree um i can't even imagine because like like you said i'm not a spouse and (laughs) i haven't been pregnant so i would not even understand that magnitude but i have been cheated on oh that that already hurts so i can't imagine me carrying your child first of all bearing a human being for you like that you've probably already like planned out your life what you're gonna do and what you're not gonna do but in your moment of weakness that you couldn't even like you couldn't even hold up because I would imagine, I don't know, that, you know, obviously you can still have sex when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine the bigger you get and the farther along you get that it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and then you tack on, you know, I think it's like six weeks that you have to wait. God forbid you have to wait to get some. God forbid. It's just, I do not, I personally do not think that I would be able to stick around. But also, when you think about everything that comes with a marriage and having a spouse that is a lot that you would have to Process. figure out how you're even going to do it because especially it's not as easy a, if you're married especially with the child involved now it's like i just don't see myself being in a situation where i'm jeopardizing the health of my baby because yeah. i know that would stress me out i'd probably be just going crazy on this spouse too. and i would probably have to leave or he would have to leave the house and <laughs> be separated for some time at least so I figure out what I'm doing and what we're doing with this child like that kind of thing yeah but I, I honestly can't speak to it but I just think that my personality right now I'm like no it's you just, gotta get out yeah you gotta <laughs> go like I don't know like for me when I'm disgusted with you when I'm done I'm done like it just it's in my spirit like it's just oh. 
But the thing is, like, marriage is different. Like, yeah, that's a is. whole thing. You got to actually go to the courts and, like, get that stuff, like, to yeah. not be with this person. This is not, like, a boyfriend where it's like, I ain't got to see you ever again. Yeah. I think with that, like, you really just got to do what you feel like is best for you. Because if you think about it, you did say in good times and in bad times, like, you took oath, you took vows. But I'm just also not for you just being disrespected either. I feel like that's the ultimate disrespect. The ultimate. Like, I'm literally carrying your seed. Yeah. Literally, I literally let you impregnate me. Mm-hmm. Literally. Mm-hmm. Literally. I literally married you because I trusted you. Like, for me, like, sex is so much bigger than just having sex. Like, it's like the ultimate, like, I don't even have the word. You know what I mean? Connection. Ul- <laughs> yes. It's the ultimate connection to, like, to give your body to somebody else, let somebody impregnate you, to marry them, and to build this vision and different things like that. And I just feel like, for you to break somebody's trust to cheat for like a few seconds of pleasure, maybe a couple minutes if you good, then that is so selfish. I'm crying. <laughs> you know what? I don't even have a comment on that. <laughs> what? No, it is very selfish. And so both answers to both questions is no. It's a no for us all the way around, dog. Um, I hope that was helpful. I'm sorry. But if anybody else has any questions <laughs> that you want us to answer, um, or you want our take on it, email us at allthingsmelanintv at gmail.com or slide in our DMs Down on the DM. <laughs> um at allthingsmelanin underscore underscore. So we're going to leave you with words of encouragement. So we want to encourage you to be grateful in this season. So the Bible verse comes from Psalms 100. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So this is very simple, but it means so much. It holds so much weight because it's like I had been realizing that I had been focusing on the wrong things and sounding very ungrateful because everything that I prayed for, I have manifested to this date. But we get so caught up in what else we don't have or Listen, what went wrong or why part. this still ain't working. Oh, like, yes. So we get into that bitter ungratefulness. And yeah. I don't ever want God to think that I'm ungrateful for the very things that I pray for. I remember I write, I do a lot of journaling well, kind of in my phone. And I remember reading um, something from like 2015 when I was contemplating on leaving my job this before yeah when we started working together um and I was just like God I'm praying for this that and the other and it's literally everything that I have right now at this moment so I was like wow God you have brought me to everything that I've prayed on so why am I still over here griping about stuff yeah I don't ever want to be in the point of my life where I'm blessed with everything that I've prayed and have faith to get and still ungrateful yeah like so I really say Okay, I need to go ahead and thank God in all things. Yeah. I always have my praise music on and just thanking him for everything. Yeah. Because that can be taken away. Yeah. He ain't never had to bless me with nothing. I don't deserve none of the stuff that he's blessed me with. Yeah. But he's a good God. So I just feel like I need to just concentrate on being grateful. Yeah. I would definitely agree with everything you said. But like um, one thing, I don't even think I've told you this, but like one thing that God has really been like convicting me about lately is being grateful. And it's being thankful and praising him in each and every season of my life. Because like you said, like, 
I don't deserve anything that I've accomplished or that I've done. Everything that I've done or accomplished is because of God. And I feel like sometimes, I know for me personally, I go in and out of giving God thanks and praise, but it just still amazes me how he still loves me, how he still graces me, how he still gives me mercy, how he still loves me, and how he still blesses me and different things like that. Like, I'm telling you, like, in Sunday school and even in church and different things like that, like, they have been preaching hard on giving God praise and giving him thanks and just showing how good he is to us. And I know that that is an area that I struggle in. And that is an area that I have really, really been trying to work on by spending quality time with him and praising him and thanking him and just trying to look on the brighter side of things. And I think with everything that's going on in the world, it's so easy to talk about what's going right. But I've had to try to find and say, okay, Shelby, this is what's going right. Be thankful for this. Right. Be thankful for that. Because I guarantee you more than likely you can name more things to be thankful for than not to be thankful for. Because there's somebody wishing yes. that they had the things that you had. Yes, exactly. And so I just want to encourage us this holiday season, you know, to not focus on what we don't have. And to not focus on giving it in to Satan because that's exactly what he mm -hmm. wants because he is busy 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 yeah so I just really want to encourage you to focus on what you do have but also just focus on giving God the glory because if you can't even praise God for the little that you got now yes. why would he even dare to bless you with more exactly he's not because he's a jealous God mm -hmm. you know what I mean so that's all exactly. I got if you can't be grateful now then sis it's over for you <laughs> it's over for you <laughs> Okay, well, Pastor, do you want to lead us on in prayer? I guess I'll go ahead and do a little something. Say <laughs> head, close your eyes if you drive and say with it. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we come to you as humble as we know how to thank you for each and every person that has assembled to listen to this podcast. We pray that whatever is on their mind or whatever they're struggling with, Lord Jesus, that you would give them closure and that you would give them the affirmation to handle that situation how they are supposed to handle that situation. We pray, Lord Jesus, as that we go into this holiday season with so many things that are happening with, you know, sex trafficking and people getting kidnapped and people not having their loved ones and people are dying, Lord Jesus. We pray that you would soothe that part of their heart that nobody else can soothe. We pray that you would protect people. We pray that people would be more alert. We pray, Lord Jesus, that if somebody has lost a loved one or somebody is battling somebody, Lord Jesus, that we pray that you would put people in their life to comfort them and to check on them. We pray that you would heal their heart. We pray that you would cover them and hug them, Lord Jesus, and let them know that they are not alone. Lord Jesus, let them know that you are their father and that you are here for them and that you have gone before them to prepare them, Lord Jesus. We pray as they get ready for the holiday season and for the new year, Lord Jesus, we pray, Lord Jesus, that you would go before them to prepare them and to protect them. We pray that if something is not for them, that you would give them a sign that they cannot deny. We pray for that person that is struggling in their relationship, Lord Jesus, but we pray for that person that needs to let go. We pray that we can all let go of things that we that that we don't need and things that are not good for us we pray for that person that doesn't think that they're gonna get their happy ever ending whether that's having children or getting married or meeting their soulmate lord jesus we pray that you would allow them to know that lord jesus you are preparing them for what they ask we pray that they can stay strong in their single season we pray that they can stay strong in knowing that they are enough we pray that they can stay strong in knowing that you have their back lord jesus in your name we pray amen amen <laughs>